This is Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with Jonathan and Haley Sanders from Altitude Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jonathan and Haley provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with your hosts, Jonathan and Haley Sanders. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude. I am Haley Sanders. And I'm Jonathan Sanders. From Altitude Wealth Management. And just for anyone listening today, if at any point during the show you want to learn more about the information we're talking about, feel free to give us a call, 303-468-1392. Or you can always visit our website, www.myaltitudewealth.com. We are happy uh, to answer questions or sit down for a consultation, uh, whatever's fit there. Um, we look forward to that very much so. So yeah, thanks Haley. So today we're going to be talking about celebrity legacy planning mistakes. And that's going to ring a bell for a lot of people out there. And we're going to tell a few about some of our clientele, some of the issues they've come to us for help with, and just some of the things that we see on a regular basis. And then also talk about some of those celebrities who we all know uh, from, you know, movies or the Olympics, for instance, and just talk about some of their planning mistakes and the ramification uh, that their family members had to deal with because they simply did not plan. Wow. So this sounds like a great show topic today, guys. Uh, I I think it's going to be a good one. I'm always fascinated uh, to learn about different uh, celebrities. I mean, it's sad. No one likes thinking about uh, passing, but it is interesting that so many wealthy, famous people have passed without having a a will or a legacy plan. Well, you know, the, the two things in life that we know um, happen our death and taxes. And even if you're rich, uh, the death stuff still happens. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people forget to plan about it or just put off planning it or think, ah, that's not going to happen to me for a long time. And then it happens. And then we're left with the mess. Yes. And I just kind of want to read a statistic here real quick as we get started. Um, kind of talks about the Associated Press, or actually it's not, it's uh, from the Associated Press, excuse me, uh, from September of 2018, says Aretha Franklin left no will or trust for her reported $80 million estate, and her family could now face lengthy court proceedings um, trying to figure out her fortune. And what that does, just so everybody knows, is if there's not a proper will and a proper estate plan, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Um, it just means that whoever's the beneficiary is going to get quite a bit less. So um, there was also someone else, Haley. I think it was Prince. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes. So, um, that doesn't yeah. talk. That, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the no one's immune to these disasters. And so just to talk a little bit, go back to Aretha Franklin for a second, Jonathan. Her uh, attorney, whose name was Don Wilson, her attorney of 28 years, he actually told the Associated Press that he tried to convince her to do a will, um, but she she never said, no, I don't want one. She under, understood that she needed it. She just never got around to doing it. So pretty interesting. 
And a lot of people understand they need one. They just don't take the time to do it. Because it is, you know, it's not exactly the um, the coolest thing, as I would say, to figure out your estate plan, figure out your will, figure out who everything goes to, have to divide up everything amongst your kids when you might have one child that's upset or things like that. So it's not exactly um, the easiest of things to do. Yeah, a couple of things that we see fairly often with our clientele is that, you know, we're it, there's, a, there's a lot of cookie cutter families still, but there's a lot of you know, not cookie cutter families. And what do I mean by that? Like second marriages where, you know, wife has two kids from a previous marriage and husband has four kids. And now what happens when husband and wife dies? And how does that pass? How does your money pass when you do? And that's not really fun to think about. But what I think people forget is that when we don't plan for it, that causes even more trouble than actually planning for it. Well, that's a good point. And it's interesting the lessons we can learn from, you know, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and Prince. Uh, Prince's estate was huge, right? I mean, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. I estimated to be around $200 million um, for Prince's estate. And it's no small task to divide that type of that type of an estate for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just like his niece or somebody that, you know, or sister, I can't remember who it was, but somebody came forward. Uh, I think it was the next of kin at that point, but they're gonna, I mean, it's probably going to go for years in court. But you know who benefits the most when this type of stuff happens, don't you? The government. The lawyers that are involved. They're the ones that get the huge paydays. And then, you know, like in All Prince's taxes, case, though. we've got the siblings and half siblings and, you know, long lost sisters who we never met that are coming forward and just crazy stuff that you see when there's a lack of a plan. Yeah. I mean, it, you have to wait for a long time and a lot of that money's going to get up, eaten up in legal fees. So, uh, obviously it seems like having a will or a legacy plan in place is really important, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, you know, going back to Prince real quick, Tony, he, uh, Kiplinger did an article and they said after two years after his death, none of his heirs had received a single dime. That's a long time to wait for maybe someone that's dependent on him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So it just illustrates that point even more. Um, is uh, who else are we going to talk about? What other celebrities have had issues? Go ahead. Well, two to, that come to my mind right off the top are, you know, very kind of similar stories with, with like Barry White and Heath Ledger, similar situations, but they both ended very differently. Uh, Barry White passed away in 2003 and he was not legally di divorced yet from his second wife. Um, they were separated. But in that case, um, he was living with his girlfriend for several several years and all of his nine children received nothing in that version of his last will where his wife, who he wasn't separated from, but he doesn't, didn't live with anymore, she was next in line. And so as you can imagine, there was a huge court battle between all of these parties, his current living girlfriend, his nine children, and his second wife who he was separated from. Wow. Yeah, so so there's another huge huge problem though with the Heath Ledger situation. Um so I want to I want to reiterate this. So in 2008 he passed away and he had created his will 
so that everything was directed to his be- to his immediate family. So his his uh, parents, his three sisters, and would inherit everything. Well, that's great. The only problem is is that the will was created before his daughter was born. So they initially left nothing to his daughter. Everything to his parents and his um, three sisters. But cool thing in in uh, Heath Ledger's situation is his family kind of did what we all hope our families would do and instead did end up giving all of the money from his legacy to his daughter, Matilda, which was his daughter from Michelle Williams. So um, she's provided for and taken care of. We're back to the previous example, you know, where we had Barry White and all the different parties trying to claim the money. Uh, Heath Ledger's family actually went ahead and gave it to his daughter. That's true, but that is is rare. That is very rare. Whenever there's money in uh, in these kind of things, especially a lot of money, substantial amount of money, um, you see the greed factor and just people come out of the works, whether it's friends, whether it's people claiming they have your children, don't have your children. It's all sorts of crazy, crazy stories that we see and hear about all the time, Tony. And I know we're talking about, you know, celebrities, but these actually happen to real people who are not on the news every day as well. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, I loved Heath Ledger. He was awesome. And uh, it's nice that 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 one at least seemed to have a happy ending. Uh, A lot of these don't. So I guess it's really important to have a will, but also a recently updated will. Oh, yes, very, very much so. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't only see this happen with celebrities. We see it happen quite often. I did a beneficiary review for a lovely lady that came into my office, and she unfortunately had a uh, ugly divorce and had three kids, and dad had not seen the kids in quite some time. Well, come to find out, he was still beneficiary on all of her stuff, which she immediately changed when we did her beneficiary review. And real quick, Tony, can I, do we have time before the next break that I could just, uh, and then I could talk about one of our clients real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. We definitely have time. Go ahead. Perfect. So we have, we have a client obviously lives in Colorado and her family is from another state. I don't want to give too much information away. Again, some of our listeners may know, who I'm talking about, but what happened is, is, is you know, the different siblings were named as a, as a, as a, at a different part or a different position inside that will or, or power. So, um, in this particular case, a sister was the um, trustee, uh, trustee, and the um, financial power of attorney. Well, because the parents and and the financial power of attorney, the trustee, lived in another state. The other siblings were here. When the parents passed, a lot of things were hidden and a lot of things um, were not um, laid out the way it was supposed to be because that person that's supposed to be the executor and the financial power of attorney, you know, are supposed to have that trust and are supposed to do everything as how the will is spelled out. Well, she lost, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars and, and things got, you know, mixed up and this, you know, houses didn't get bought with the right money and sold or fair, fair shares of different things like that. Hey, we can elaborate a little more, but just a disaster. Yeah, and just to go through that a little bit more detail, what happened was the will was changed about two weeks before the dad passed away. And come to find out, it was all in favor of the daughter that lived close to the dad in a different state. And then the other instance that happened was 
the dad had previously wanted everything split between the four siblings. And so the one sibling that lived near dad had told the other siblings she wanted to buy their portion of the home out from them. And so the sibling said, yeah, that's fine. Well, she sent all the siblings a check from the dad's checking account to pay for their her portion of the buyout. And so essentially she was buying them out with their own inheritance just because it wasn't spelled out. So there's a big uh, legal battle still going on with regards to this, and we we just don't this know how. This is going Lynn. on year four, I believe. Year yes. four. Wow. So 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 what I'm saying too is is the this estate that Dad left for all of his children would have very uh, much so helped out all four of his kids in an equal fashion. They were all pretty much in the same financial situation, but now it's kind of all for the one, and the kids never. The, at least the kids out here never got the chance to grieve the death of their loved ones because it was just a, a straight court battle back and forth. And now they've spent probably half to three quarters and it's still not over yet. Yep. And the attorney's fees. And the worst thing I think from my end is, you know, not necessarily the monetary value that's lost, but these relationships are ruined. I mean, the, the siblings aren't speaking, the kids of siblings aren't speaking. And so literally you see it just tear a family apart. And I think that's one of the saddest things for us to see is just lack of planning leading to these breaks in a family. Wow. And that just really illustrates how serious this is, not just the monetary value. So I think that's a lesson to be learned and a good story uh, of warning uh, and why we need to plan ahead and get a plan in place. But we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before the break? Absolutely. So if you're finding yourself in a place where you're like, oh, I don't know if I have all my ducks in a row and you just want to get a, a complimentary consultation, give us a call 303-468-1392 or visit our website at www.myaltitudewealth.com and we will get a time set up for us to review this stuff and make sure You've got your plan in place, and it's going to go the way you want it to. All right. Stay tuned to listen and learn more about legacy planning mistakes that celebrities have made here on Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with our hosts, Jonathan and Haley Sanders. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Altitude Wealth Management at 303-465-1392 or visit myaltitudewealth.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our hosts, Haley and Jonathan Sanders, are here. And we've been talking about some celebrities who have made big legacy planning mistakes and the lessons we can learn because legacy planning is so important, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely important. And, you know, we're going to get into how we help our clients uh, with their legacy and making sure that, you know, family can find stuff. But 
before I go into how we help our clients there, I just want to talk about an instance of one more celebrity. Um, everybody remembers Florence Griffith Joyner from the Olympics. Um, she was a sprinter. She actually set the world record for the 100 meter dash in 1988. So I don't know if everybody remembers that. Um, but she did create a legacy plan. Um, well, at least her beneficiaries and heirs believe she did. They just couldn't find it. Um, so that was a huge, huge issue for their family, led to lots of legal battles and because they couldn't find her estate plan. Um, so that's something that is another problem is, hey, where do you find the most updated version? So, uh, you know, Jonathan and I want to talk a little bit about how we help our clients with that. Thanks, Haley. Yeah, one thing that I think is really important um, with our firm is we offer um, a couple different uh, estate planning attorneys that we send, you know, probably three to 400 people to a year. And they work with our clients and they treat them like we treat our clients. And that's, and that's the first thing. We get nothing for that. We just want to provide a service to our clients if they're in need. Um, there's also some other ways um, that we can help people. If they have a simple estate plan, uh, there's different areas or ways we can direct them that's really affordable. Um, but one thing we offer, uh, Tony, in-house is uh, for our clientele is something called the generational vault. And Haley just mentioned, mentioned excuse me, that Flores Griffith Joyner um, had a will, but they could not find it. And one thing we offer is the generational vault. And Haley's going to kind of talk about what that does and, and how important that is. Yeah. So this is basically a digital lockbox, so to speak. It's a secure portal to pass and store confidential financial documents. And so, you know, in, in Flojo's case, had she had our generational vault, her beneficiaries and her heirs would have been able to log into her vault and find her most recent will from wherever they were, as long as they knew how to access that with her password. Um, so that's something we do for all of our clients inside of there. Um, when our clients set it up, there's a data authorization offer, which basically gives you um, authority to assign someone to be able to view your vault if you so please. And so for in her case, they would have had that in hand um, right when they needed it. Wow. So uh, this generational vault, tell me more about how that works. It sounds amazing. And is that that's something you offer your clients for at no charge, right? It is. Yeah. The uh, complimentary. Um, if you're a client, we think it's important that you have this. So to talk a little bit about it, I know everyone's a little worried about internet security. It is 2048 bit encryption. It's unlimited storage, supports uh, multimedia files and offers 24 hours, seven days a week client access. So it is top of the line. Um, I even had clients of mine that um, asked to record a video that they wish to leave to their kids upon their passing. So sounds a little bit uh, sad and it was kind of sad, but I also thought it was pretty cool. So once their kids log into their vault um, down the road after mom and dad are gone, they're going to see this video that mom and dad recorded for them. So you can do some very cool things there, um, not only storing your financial and your estate planning stuff, but also, you know, photos or documents that you just want to keep keep safe. Well, and the difference between um, the generational vault with, with uh, instead of just a, I guess, 
paper document is it's one password. So you might have to open up a safe with a combo and find a key and then locate, you know, the will. Um, if it's already scanned into your generational vault, there's one um, passcode and um, any of your family members who you provide the password uh, code to can access it, access that. Um, we, yeah, al- pretty we also another uh, I told you the about the clients that did a video. We actually had clients um, and this was probably three years back now that lost their home to a Christmas tree fire. And they actually had all of their estate plan and wills and powers of attorney stored in their vault. So they did lose the paper copy, but we still had the digital file in their vault. So another great, great thing about the generational vault is it is digital. It is encrypted. And so, you know, if that paper document gets ruined or destroyed, you still have your digital version. And and Tony, what we do, um, we don't just all of a sudden spring this on clients. Um, when they come in for that, you know, initial consultation, that's obviously complimentary, uh, whether it's the first, second, third or fourth visit, usually we, in the first visit, after we get done of getting to know our clients and talking about, you know, just their situation and when we go over the estate plan, um, usually at the end of our first meeting or, or sometime in the second meeting, we'll actually pull that up and let our clients kind of run through it, look at that, uh, see how beneficial and helpful it is. I mean, we have clients that just prefer uh, the paper the paper situation. I, I, I call it the paper situation. They come in with, you know, four or five uh, three ring binders full of papers and this just simplifies everything so um, they can have a backup on the internet still keep around their papers but it's less stuff they have to haul and a lot more easy I guess I should say so Haley and Jonathan I know this is something that you help a lot of your clients with isn't it absolutely yeah we you know we we could design the best investment best retirement plan out there and if we don't have our basic estate in line, all of that's for naught. And I think that's illustrated very much so with all the celebrities we talked about today with their estate planning nightmares and just showing the importance of making sure your ducks are in a row and that you have your assets and your legacy set up the way you want it to go. And we have a checklist and, and like a fact finder that we go through to get to know our clients. And we help ask a bunch of different questions to help clients kind of figure out if they have everything um, they need intact and, and ready to go. And and if not, then we, we direct them in the, in the appropriate um, Manner. Uh, direction. Yep. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? I don't think so. But, you know, if, if you find yourself in a place where you don't know if you have everything you need estate planning wise, call our office 303-468-1392 or visit our website at www.myaltitudewealth.com. I highly encourage all of you, if you want to do this complimentary review and make sure everything is set up the way it should be, give our office a call or visit our website. All right. Thank you, Haley and Jonathan. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude with our hosts, Haley and Jonathan Sanders. Thank you for listening to Elevate Your Retirement with Altitude. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jonathan and Haley Sanders at Altitude Wealth Management. Call 303-465-1392 or visit them online at myaltitudewealth.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Altitude Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Colorado. Insurance products and services are offered through Altitude Planning Group. Altitude Wealth Management, LLC and Altitude Planning Group are affiliated companies. Jonathan and Haley Sanders and Altitude Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.